And we are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot beat. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in. We will never give up. And we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down as long as we are confident and united. The tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. Good morning. It's Thursday, Friday Eve. Another dilly, dilly meme team video. Oh four seven. Trump, Donald Trump. This is great. Trump. Donald Trump. Good morning, everybody. Thursday. It's Friday Eve. Freedom Friday Eve. <clears throat> Sorry, I got to clear my throat. Anyway, what's happening, everybody in the chat? Hit the thumbs up button. Boy, you're a fed. Boy, you want to mar marry Big Mike. Or at the, the minimum, you want to see what Big Mike's got going on. <laughs> Down there. All right, we got all right, AP Unfiltered, Blue Boy Life. We got the usuals in the chat. I thought I saw Wicked in there. <clears throat> we'll see who else pops in. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm dying over here. All right, let me just uh, get myself together here. My people bounce in. All right. So, did a Twitter space last night. Actually, it was... Uh, through Wicked Jester who's in the chat and uh, Raquel. So we, we hung out in there for a little while. And uh, she was another victim of Twitter fuckery and censorship where large page and apparently like uh, 
trying to find it actually like 10 days ago um just you know page gone and and, and that's what happened to me except me i knew what happened the the desantis uh clan went after my page along with you know jenna ellis's legal team my page and a lot of other pages and got completely banned off twitter and because you know the, the censorship is still there or or whatever the case is mass reported and and i got whacked it was like twenty two thousand followers and apparently uh raquel as well um she uh her page was was whacked also kind of in the same way it seemed so others oh, her uh raquel oh you know she pronounced the name last night and then i i didn't get it right oh okay oh, yeah okay yeah it's just like it's spelled second account she has to start over so yeah anyway but you know twitter and i think the the censorship is going to get worse as we roll into the election get closer to it they're going to start nuking accounts because they don't want us speaking out uh youtube and you know youtube's a lost cause anyway Oh, good morning, Lorian. Good morning. It's been a wild week. That's it. Tuesday and Wednesday you missed. I don't know if we can accept. I don't know if we can excuse that. That's two unexcused absences. We might need a note from your doctor to let you back. No, just kidding. Oh, Blue Boy Life. Yes. Oh, you came in last night when we were saying goodnight. Yeah, we did like a two-hour space. It was uh, it was pretty cool. Myself and uh, James Curry, my Tuesday and Friday co-host, which we'll be doing Freedom Friday tomorrow night at 8.30 p.m. We'll do memes of the week and things like that. So that should be a good time. All right, so I guess we'll uh, we'll jump right into it. Again, hit the follow, hit the, the thumbs up button. Got a, a flurry of followers overnight last night, which was pretty cool. I don't know what that was about, but it's building. The Rumble page is building, and I'm happy about that. Viewership is up. Thanks to people like you sharing and hitting the thumbs up. Please do it. Yes, detention for Laura for one week. We have to figure out what detention is going to be. You might have to, um, I don't know. You might have to watch a Hillary Clinton speech on loop for 10 hours. Just over and over and over again. Or Kamala Harris just laughing nonstop. We won't do 10 hours because that'll just kill somebody. Maybe just for an hour. That, that that could be that could be it. All right. <clears throat> We're gonna jump right into a so something that set me off. Obviously, you saw the the title of the show. Uh Team DeSantis is and the the never back down pack just had no problem just politicizing 9-11 and trampling over the memories of of people lost and the people that cope with it every day. You know, 22 years ago. And to a lot of people, it it it's it it's still very uh, relevant in their everyday lives, including myself. You know, hold on, coffee break. You know, I was a twenty-one-year-old medic in New York City, working that day down there, and you know, I grew up pretty quick that day, especially the weeks after, knowing that pretty much everyone that I grew up with. In the like involved in the emergency services and even before that, where whether either you know cops, firemen, or or the medics just you know died, just you know were were just completely wiped out, and then 
knowing other people that have passed away over the years, I mean, still, you know, I, I, every once in a while, it's like, oh yeah, I remember that person who maybe we fell out of touch or whatever it is, or still people I know very well have died of, of 9-11 related cancers. And, you know, not, I'm so not into, listen, it happened. I don't trust my government, but I don't need to beat the dead horse about all these rabbit holes. Me personally, people that want to do that, that that's all cool. Great. You can do whatever you want. Um, yeah. And you know, the things like Kamala Harris comparing 9-11 to January 6th, of course it, it made, made me, <clears throat> you know, it, it made me very angry. Good morning, Rocket. So, you know, the people that have lived it, uh, actually there for extended periods of time who have, whether there are just things you'll never forget. You'll never forget things down to the weather, the details of the, of the odors down there. And, and they will always be with me. Um, the, the sights, just, just so many things. Um, and, and, and it's, it's haunting, especially when, you know, again, you, you go through your, it happens and you're, you're going, you're down there working for this disaster and you're, you're going to the list every day to see if anyone you know is still on the missing list. You know, I have, I mean, dear, dear friends that they were never recovered, you know, and that's, that's, that's rough. And what pisses me off more than anything else is people using, whether it's 9-11 or other really tragic events, but specifically 9-11 I'm talking about, how they just use it, whether it's for political gain People have grifted off of it. It's just, it's different from when you were there as like a part of the emergency response. Then it's even different saying if, if you lost a loved one and you weren't there, it's a little different. I mean, those people are devastated and, and things like that. And, and it's, it's, it's horrible. You can't, you can't put it into words, you know? And, you know, from that day on and then the, 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 the remainder of my EMS career and in emergency services, it, it really changed me. Like, I'd say some, a lot for the good, maybe to see how the world is and to just see how things are and, and maturity wise, but also, I mean, horribly too. You know, it, it pretty much sent my, my, com, my compassion level rock bottom like really, really hardened me. You know, people joke with me sometimes, oh yeah, Alan doesn't have emotions or feelings. And in a sense, they, they may be right. I mean, 21 years old, I've been through counseling, I've been through so many things. But it didn't destroy me. You know, now I, I, it, it didn't. I think it, 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 it just, it made me who I am today, partially. But anyway, enough of that. Um... What really pissed me off that day was, and I've only been to the memorial once, and it wasn't that long ago. It was in the, the past like five or six years. The last day I, I, I the last day I worked down there, um, which was, an, you know, it was, it was a while. I didn't go, I, I would not go, to downtown Manhattan. I had no reason to go there. I didn't want to go there. I had people, hey, you want to go down to whether even, 
even say down like in the in the village area to go drink in the village like I, I didn't want to it was just my thing i just i didn't want to go downtown manhattan uh, and then finally i went to the museum and it was like wow oh jesus christ you know just being down there and just seeing it different but then in my head seeing it how it was that day so anyway it pissed me off that day is when i'm i'm on twitter and i see the post of um Ron DeSantis and his wife down there. And I'm like, I think, and of course, all of the, all of the, the moron politicians out of there, you know, Kamala Harris, Joe Biden didn't even show up, whatever. I don't care about them. The Chuck Schumer, you know, he's, he's been Senator forever. Yeah. He's going to go. He's a piece of shit. Yeah, and then, of course, you have your past mayors, whether you like them or not, Mike Bloomberg, de Blasio, the current mayor, Eric Adams. Of course, they're going to be there, and of course, Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani, actually, at one point, he 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 left. He walked away, or at least walked away from where he was in the politicians, him and Bernie Carrick. You know, Rudy Giuliani was mayor at the time. Bernie Carrick was police commissioner, both great people. And they couldn't even take it because Kamala Harris is laughing. You know, they, they were all having this great time. The, the, the evil scumbags that they are. They don't give a shit. All in this roped off area. They don't care about what's going on there. They're there for the photo ops. And then I see Ron DeSantis and his wife there, who's the governor of Florida. That's Ron DeSantis is the governor of Florida, and he's running for president. Ron DeSantis has not been down there ever as the governor of Florida, as a member of Congress. He's never been to a memorial. He's never been there. Why now? Because you're running for president. And he walked around there aimlessly. And I was getting text messages from friends of mine that were down there. An investigative reporter that was down there. He was the first one who was like, oh, Ron DeSantis is here. Him and his wife. Nobody knows who he is except the press. And they kind of like had to point out to people, hey, that's the governor of Florida. It's Ron DeSantis. He's running for president. Who? There's a picture of him floating around on Twitter that never backed down, put out in the and the and the DeSantis uh, whatever war room page of Ron DeSantis standing there in a group with a bunch of New York City firemen. I know five of the people in that photo personally. I couldn't believe it when I saw it, and I laughed. And I text messaged them, and I go, "Oh, what do you what did you jump ship from Trump to DeSantis?" And and two of them were, were literally text laughing, like, "No." You know us, we're in uniform, we'll take a picture with anybody, especially if it's going to go viral on the internet. And that's the mentality of a lot of firemen. Like, hey, I'll take a picture with you. They're like, they're used to that. Some of them didn't even know who he was until they, who is this guy? Oh, that's, oh, that's Ron DeSantis. We didn't even know what he looked like. And we're talking guys, the five I know that are diehard Trump supporters and two of them, like you go to their house and, and it's like Trump flags everywhere, inside and outside. So they put out this, 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 they got this guy. Um, so that was bad enough. He's down there politicizing, real piece of shit. Look at me, I'm Ron DeSantis. I'm running for, barely running for president. I'm, the, I'm the, the governor of Florida. Have no ties to New York whatsoever. And some idiot, because he didn't, I don't, I don't believe he thought of this on his own. And some, the morons that advised him in his campaign told him, you should go down to the Trade Center on 9-11 and show your face and 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 it'll be a great it'll be great optics and then of course it was i'm down there let's talk about the saudis let's get people to talk against donald trump because he's not here donald trump did the right thing for not going down there 
first of all, Donald Trump is a New Yorker, is still a New Yorker at heart. Donald Trump was there days after. I saw Donald Trump down there. Like I saw him, he was getting interviewed by, I believe, News 12 Long Island and some other larger local station, city station. And he was there with men and they brought supplies and they want, he wanted to help in any way possible. Then he turned around and he wanted to, it was all buzz around it. He wanted to bring in a shit ton of heavy equipment with heavy equipment operators and pay for it to help with the operations, the search and recovery operations. And unfortunately, he was not allowed to do that. And from what I understand, a lot of it had to do with the unions that were down there. Of all of this, the unions, you know, that couldn't happen. He wasn't there for photo ops. He didn't come there and make an announcement that Donald Trump, the real, the, the billionaire real estate tycoon is coming down there. He just showed up and people were like, holy shit, Donald Trump's here. And the cameras ran for him. Donald Trump did the right thing by not going to the memorial. When Donald Trump walks into a room or walks into wherever he is, he sucks the air out of the room. And it's always about Donald Trump. Donald Trump's not stupid. His campaign's not stupid. And he said to himself, or at least it was spoken about, that if he goes there, that 9-11 ceremony is going to be all about him because that's how the media is going to portray it. It's going to be about the pros and cons, whatever it is, indictments, everything you could think of, it's going to be about him. And that takes away from the day, the reason, the, the, the memorial, the families, the victims. And Ron DeSantis did that, not to the point where Donald, he didn't, listen, nobody knew who Ron DeSantis was. The point was he went down there and then he started doing interviews. And then they started getting people who were DeSantis loyalists, okay, to start making remarks and giving interviews then they made it seem like, oh, they were just families down there. No, it was all a plan. So, and I'm going to play the video. And this is what pissed me off because I put the tweet out about it. All right. This guy, Brett Eagleson, who unfortunately lost his dad on 9-11. The guy was 15 years old. All right. And now all of a sudden, he's a big real estate guy too. I think maybe down in Florida. Or... Yeah, I think, he's in, he's, I think he's in Florida. It doesn't even matter where he's from, this guy. This guy goes on, I think it was one of the Fox stations. I'm going to play it. And he says how much it meant to him and the 9-11 families for Ron DeSantis to be with them. And I can tell you from speaking to 9-11 families that were there that day to, to mourn the people that they lost, which a lot of them were my friends that I worked with, they didn't know who Ron DeSantis was. And the rumblings down there were, why is he here? He's running for president in the United States. This isn't the campaign trail. Okay? The reflecting pools, the 9-11 memorial is not the campaign trail. And that's what the DeSantis camp made it. And it's really sickening. And if I didn't, the little respect I had left for Ron DeSantis, because I, 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 I didn't, I don't hate him. 
and I, I respect some of the things that he's done and lost a lot of respect when he decided to stab Donald Trump in the back and run. I think forced to run. I lost all respect for him after that day. So, again, they had a guy who's a DeSantis loyalist, and I'm wondering how, why this guy's a DeSantis loyalist. Again, is he part of the DeSantis influencer industrial complex? Because this guy, Brett Eagleson, is also the CEO of this 9-11 justice, and all they care about is the Saudi government, PGA Golf, and Live Golf. About how it's... So, this guy, Brett Eagleson, is... I think he's a grifter. I think he's raising money off of that and probably not doing the right thing with it. And I'm 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 actually gonna try to see what I, I want to see what more that's all about. I didn't know who this guy was until this video, and I just started looking into him briefly. But yeah, let's. So th- this guy basically was going on. They did this interview, and he goes, "Trump, I don't even know where he was. He wasn't anywhere near Ground Zero. You know, presumably he was planning another Saudi golf outing, and this is the seed that they planted purposely." Ron DeSantis went there. They had this guy lined up already because this guy is the CEO of this 9-11 justice. So let me get, hold on a second. And tell me, tell me in the comments what you think. If this is just genuine, some guy who was 15 years old who lost his dad in the Trade Center, or if this was just a political move by the DeSantis camp, I believe it was. But I was was with Governor Ron DeSantis um, at the 9-11 memorial this morning. And I showed him my dad's name and I put a picture down of my daughter and of my son. And I just broke down because I know so much that my dad would have wanted to meet them. And my dad never got that opportunity to meet any of his grandchildren. So I put a picture down next to their names and the first lady from Florida and the governor, that was a really powerful moment for them. And, and we all shared um, um, a very solemn moment of remembrance. And you know, I just want to highlight that juxtapose that with where President um, Biden was today, right? He was in Alaska. He chose to stop in Vietnam and go to Alaska rather than go to one of the three um, 9-11 crash sites. President Trump, I don't even know where he was. I believe he was in Bedminster, but he wasn't anywhere near around, he wasn't anywhere near ground zero. Presumably he was planning another Saudi golf outing at one of his courses. That was scripted. So it meant a lot to a lot. I saw a lot of firefighters, a lot of families come up to the governor and thank him for being there. Again, not a political statement. I don't want it to be interpreted as that. But it is. But he he, he made the time to come up and listen to the families and hear our stories and be with us in that moment. And that was a really powerful moment for me today. Um, I I sort of broke down when I put that picture of... uh, This guy's full of shit. Number one, I think his dead father would would be turning in his grave knowing that this piece of shit politicized his father's death, all right? And I can tell you from a fact... Listen, the people that I know that were there, who saw him there, Ron DeSantis wasn't sitting there listening to family stories, and there weren't families ooing and oogling over Ron DeSantis and Jill DeSantis wanting to tell them their stories. They walked around awkwardly, said hello to some people that that recognized him, and then wondered who he was because the press was around him and then found out 
who he was. Okay? Yes, this guy is a DeSantard shill. And he is a he. This guy grifts off 9/11. Instead of memorializing his father the way he should, or raising money for 9/11 families, which I have done so much raising for, for various organizations, he's out with this 9/11 justice talking about the Saudis and the PGA Tour and live golf. I'm gonna tell you something. A majority of 9/11 families of of First responders are Trump supporters. I mean, I know hundreds of them, okay? And I've gotten to know to know them over the years. A lot of them got to know after the fact with dealing with organizations, and then some of them are family members of friends who I lost that day. I went to over 300 funerals, 300 funerals I, I attended. You know, it, it, it's, it's, it was unbelievable. And those who, who were there know of, of the amount of funerals. Sometimes you were going to two funerals a day. It really depended on, on what it was. And if Donald Trump showed up there, it would have completely sucked the energy out of the whole event. Donald Trump knew that. I would be... I honestly don't know if I would be okay with him being there under the circumstances because that day is for the families and there are people for 20, for as long as that place has been open, 20 years or even 22 years because they had the makeshift um, memorial before that was all done. I mean, it's a day. Like that's what they do. They go there to to pay tribute to their family members, to their friends. And some people just don't don't go for their own reasons. I'm one of them. I'm, listen, it's one of those things. People like to talk about it. People don't like to talk about it. I don't like to talk about it. I deal with it on my own. And the only reason I'm talking about things today is because I'm so pissed off at the politicizing of something like this. I get people politicize events, and we all do it, and I get it. But this, I believe this was a kick in the balls, especially when they go down there and then start lying about Donald Trump and start, some people are saying, well, Donald Trump never cared about what happened on September 11th. He was literally like the first guy there, big name there, that recognizable saying, what can I do? What are we doing? The checkbook's open. I mean, his guys, they were setting up tents full of, you know, for like the workers that were going to be working there, Fruit of the Loom t-shirts, flashlights, work boots. And, you know, you, you could wardrobe a whole construction army with all the stuff that him and so many others brought down, you know? And he wasn't the only one. Outback Steakhouse had 40-foot mobile restaurant trailers grilling steaks every day, you know? It was, yeah, I guess you could say, yeah, oh, it, it was it was a perk and a privilege, but you know, people had to eat. Look, I mean, twenty four hours a day on the pile, buckets of body parts, temporary morgue. You know, this was this was daily life for a long time. Sleeping in 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 vehicles or wherever, you know. And now, so this guy, Brett Eagleson, 
Now, I'm not going to spend too much more time on this. The point of all this is Ron DeSantis and his campaign is it, it's completely full of shit. And they, they pulled this stunt and are managing to fool people with this guy, Brett Eagleson, who happened to lose his father, who's a DeSantis loyalist, who's a Trump hater, and just wants to talk about Trump. Yeah, Trump's at Bedminster, probably, probably planning the next Saudi golf outing. You know, Donald Trump has nothing to do with planning the golf outing. He doesn't own Live Golf. The PGA Tour had shunned Live Golf at that one time, or the PGA Tour pulled their 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 uh, uh, their organization away from any Trump property, and then Live Golf says, "Hey, we need a place. We'll 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 play. Okay, play. Like why why not? And then guess what? Guess what happens? P- Live Golf acquires. There's a merger with 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 the, with the PGA, and I'm not a huge golfer. I don't know the ins and outs. Donald Trump didn't doesn't sit there and say, "Oh, got a plan." No, it's not, that's not how it works. But of course, the Trump name they're going to tie him to it, and what he's, oh, he's a terrorist sympathizer. He's president of the United States. Why wasn't it? Just stop with the bullshit. Anything that you're, you want to you want to deal with that. You want to talk about that and have that discourse. That's cool. But on the day. This guy, Brett Eagleson, should be ashamed of himself. And I hope he realizes that his father's probably looking down going, what are you doing? This is, you know, what are you doing? I, I, I would be so upset at myself if I allowed myself to politicize that day. Knowing all of the, knowing what I've been through and knowing what all of the people that I've lost, it, it, it's, it's so disgusting. It, it is completely disgusting. And all this guy is, and I'm going to, sh- this is this guy's website. He's the CEO of this organization, 911justice.org. Okay. And all it is, is about live golf and Saudi Arabia and the Senate investigating it. Like, all right. We, we all know the deal. We all know what happened. We all know that the Bush family was complicit. We all know all of that shit. What is this guy doing for helping 9-11 families? Because I'll tell you this. Most 9-11 families don't care about this Saudi shit. When Donald Trump had them, the head live golf the first time on one of his properties, there was a protest. And it was, all, it was actually, it was Trump haters who lost members of their family, most of which were lost as workers in the towers, not uh, not many first responders, from what I understand, that wanted to make a big deal out of it in protest about having live golf there with the Saudis and and all of this and 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 Trump's children and all this all this garbage. It's garbage. It's all political garbage. And, and you know the Trump family isn't making money off of nine eleven. This guy, Brett Eagleson is politicizing 9-11, getting notoriety from 9-11, exploiting his dead father, exploiting his family, all, in the, all under the guise of, I hate Donald Trump, where is he? And someone should call him out and say, oh, but let's talk about your allegiance to Ron DeSantis. But they won't. Anyway, it's just, it, it's, it's really frustrating. Um, and and it's a lie because of and of course Ron DeSantis now that and then that day later that day I want transparency I want everything declassified 
When I'm president, you're not going to be president, you stupid piece of shit. You're not going to win the primary. It's over. It's over. I don't even know how the campaign is still uh, sustaining itself. I I really don't. How How long is it going to last? Who's pumping this much money into it? Because it's not grassroots donors, that's for sure. It's wild. Anyway, we'll move on from that. It's just, um, it's aggravating. I had a couple other things I want to, uh, I want to touch on. Listen, hit the like, hit the follow. That's a good idea, AP Unfiltered. I need you to hit the thumbs up button. If you're not hitting the thumbs up button, you're a fed. You're a fed. You're a liberal. Hit the thumbs up. Don't make me ask again. MyPatriotCigars.com. Oh, which, by the way, today's the 14th, so if you're all going to end up watching the Dilly Show later at noon, um, the Patriot Cigar Company will be making its debut under uh, MAGA Commerce on the Dilly Show today. So that should be pretty awesome. I'll have to uh, tune in. Anyway, MyPatriotCigars.com. You know the deal. Promo code MAGA. It's going to get you 25% off. Great cigars. Got a lot of orders this week to to send out. It's been crazy. And, of course, you could buy a cigar for a deployed service member for a discounted rate. Very discounted. Plus, use MAGA promo code for 25% off. Merch, of course. You know the deal. But this is what I got to do. I'm self-sponsored. So if, if you're supporting my brand, you're supporting me, my family, and the show. You know, I don't get paid to sit here for an hour every morning. So it helps if people can support the brand. And it, it, listen, I want to start doing things. Like I know there are some members that pay the $5 a month on, on Rumble. And I and as that builds, not many, as that builds, I want to start doing some exclusive, maybe paid member content and things like that. I just got to, you know, figure out the best way to do it. But um, that money anyway, I, I really, I, I want to raise money for, one, the January 6th kids, like I talk about for Christmas. That's a big one. And the defense. And I even do that through my cigar company, mypatriotcigars.com. So, like, I, I, I constantly donate to the Patriot Freedom Project and to other organizations through the business. Stogies, the servicemen, they're going to be getting a big shipment of cigars very soon based off the deployed service member program. So... We got a lot going on, trying to do what we can. It's never easy. They never make it easy. But MyPatriotCigars.com, go to promo code MAGA, 25% off. Help me help them. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm again, I'm not, um, I'm not trying to grab all your money. And I appreciate what you guys, all of you guys have done for the January 6th kids. Jonathan Allen gave 100 bucks yesterday, and then he goes on the cigar website yesterday and spends uh, a lot more money than what he gave yesterday in the uh, rumble chat. And then I, of course he wins because he left in the order notes. He told me to get fucked, but he also said he loves what I do. So that whole, you know, I, I love it. And obviously he listens to my co-host James Curry because James Curry always wants people to tell me to get fucked. I think it's hilarious. Anyway, Moving on, mypatriotcigars.com, promo code MAGA, 25% off. You got to know somebody that likes cigars. The holidays are coming. Get them a gift card. Get, I got to order more shirts, too. I'm running low. So order more shirts. All right, everybody. What do we got going on? 
What's happening in the chat? I haven't checked it. Sorry I went on a rant about that whole 9-11 thing with this clown DeSantis and his DeSantis loyalist Brett Eagleson. It's just anything to possibly shit on Donald Trump, who's done more for 9-11 than Ron DeSantis could even think about. It's just disgusting. What's going on in the chat? What's going on? Mm. Guy has been angry lately. Who, me? I've been angry lately. I'm never angry. Sometimes. Oh, thanks. Dilly Show, MAGA Commerce. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So I, I, I did the deal with him. Hopefully, uh, hopefully people uh, see the cigars and like them and want to order. Let's see. Yep. Okay. Oh, Hogman, I didn't even see you in the chat. I don't know if you're still there, but I, I see you now, Hog. All right. What do I got next? Where? Oh, this was something. So, of course, you know, how about, how about Joe Biden? Well, first, listen, I think for the sitting president not to be at the 9-11 memorial is tasteless. Or at least not to, to be at one of the sites for 9-11 is completely tasteless. Then you just have Kamala Harris... Um, you know, I don't, it doesn't bother me that he wasn't there because he's such a piece of shit, but should he have been there at the office of the president's, uh, the presidency? Absolutely. Oh, Dilly's been angry lately. I think there's a level of frustration among everybody because of what's going on. And then of course, listen, Dilly and the Dilly team, they're in the trenches on, on Twitter with, the DeSantis people, uh, you know, who who are like worse than the liberals. And I, I just can't wait till we get through the primary and actually know and solidify that Donald Trump is the nominee. And then we can move on to general election stuff. But the Dilly meme team, man, they put in the work. Uh, Brendan Dilly puts in the work. And I get, I get it too. I get the level of frustration when you, when you're glued to the news all day long and it's like, uh, what are they doing now? Like, the next thing I'm going to bring up when reporters are asking members of the Biden regime, like that scumbag John Kirby from the State Department, why Joe Biden frequently makes up stories just to get empathy from every event. Like, I'm surprised how 9-11 he didn't say anything like, you know, my garage collapsed once because a pigeon flew into it. It was unbelievable, and I almost lost my Corvette again. You can't do a Joe Biden voice. I'm shocked he hasn't come up with some sort of story about losing someone in a tragic event other than his son, Boo, who I think they killed anyway, that, you know, relative to 9-11. I mean, why wouldn't he when he goes to Maui and says, you know, my house went on fire once and the smoke and the, and the fireman and my, my, my Corvette and my cat and my wife. Yeah. Small fire that was under control in 20 minutes. Meanwhile, there are, you know, baby bones melted in car seats. Give me a break. Just stop. But he just, he doesn't stop. He does it all the time. I was a truck driver and blah, 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 and all this shit. So there's an next one. John Kirby's response when asked why Joe Biden frequently makes up stories in desperate attempt to fiend empathy is unbelievable. I actually have the video here. I'm going to give me a second. Let's rewind it. Let's. Make sure there's volume. 
and let's play it. John, um, in the past couple of weeks, the president has lied about being at ground zero the day after the September 11th attacks. <laughs> That's also right. claimed he saw the Pittsburgh Bridge collapse. Uh, claimed his grandfather died in the hospital days before his birth. What is going on with the president? Is he just believing things that didn't happen did happen, or is he just randomly making stuff up? <laughs> the president uh, was deeply touched and honored to be able to spend 9-11 with uh, military members there in Alaska and some families. Oh, my God. Uh, and uh, was, uh, was was honored by their presence and the chance to make an, an important set of remarks about he doesn't why know what we to need do. to continue to remember that day. Um, and he did that. Um, and he spoke about uh, a visit to Ground Zero, which he did participate in um, uh, about a week or so after the, 20th. Uh, after the, the event. Um, and what that looked and what that smelled and what like, like that felt like. Uh, and it had a visceral impact on him as it did oh, so many other Americans on that terrible day. And he's focused on making sure that an attack like that never happens again. He's focused. Which is why we've improved our over-the-horizon counterterrorism capability and why we continue to hold terrorist networks uh, accountable. And it's why he spent so much time last week shoring up our national security interests in a vital part of the world uh, on issues that aren't necessarily tied to terrorism, but very much tied uh, to our ability to secure peace. Isn't that a great deflection? Oh, but he was there with military members. He went to the ground zero a week later. Oh, and he's, he's laser focused on making sure an attack like this doesn't happen and holding terrorists accountable. Then why is he letting so many terrorists in the country through unvetted people that are most likely connected of some of them with terrorist organizations through the failed withdrawal of Afghanistan, and oh, by the way, on 9/11, we're gonna we're gonna unfreeze six billion dollars to the country that hates us the most, Iran, the Islamic State, and give them back was it five or six prisoners, and who knows what's gonna happen there? Yeah, I, I think he's worse than KJP. Like I don't know, KJP, like. We're going to be focused that an attack like this never happens again. You're focused on invading America with unvetted illegal aliens who are fucking children and joining gangs who have come out of prisons, some of the worst prisons in the world, because they're emptying out their prisons. So we're going to make sure that, I, you know, someone said to me the other day, no, yesterday, as, as like a joke, okay, everyone knows what a flash mob is. Like you're in a crowded place and then there's like, you know, 50 people that know what's going to happen when, when they get the signal and then there's a flash dance in the middle of a shopping mall, right? So we're bringing in all of these unvetted people. Like the first 10 days of September was like 64,000 people came through one of the seg that were apprehended. I'm sorry, that were apprehended. 64, 63 or 64,000 people that were apprehended at the border. Now imagine how many got away. Now imagine the giant flash mob of now they have all of these terrorist cells and just take one major city. Like, New York City is overrun with illegals. 19,000 illegal migrant children have enrolled in New York City schools who do not have to show any type of records of vaccinations. But if you're a citizen and you're enrolled in New York City schools, you have to show extensive records for vaccination. So now they're all here, military-age men, and they get the signal. 
and then there's the flash mob, and they start just, I don't know, killing people, whatever it might be. So laser-focused on making sure that no terrorist attack ever happens again in America and working on national security, but our borders are open and there's no security, and we're worried about the TSA wearing goddamn masks. And we're not going to answer any questions of why the idiot-in-chief Joe Biden lies at every turn about things that happened to him so he can get empathy from people when tragedies strike. I mean, Hog, you were under a RAV4? Oh, no. Well, I'm glad you're out of there. Working on cars. A RAV4, if there's something wrong with it, just set it on fire. They're garbage vehicles anyway. <laughs> but yeah, again, the whole, yeah, he spent 9-11 with military members in Alaska. And when he stopped at like Vietnam and sniffed John McCain's memorial or some shit. Come on, man. It's just, I don't know. I need some good news. So let's get to some good news. Mittens Romney is not running for re-election, which is, I mean, I guess who cares, right? Or is it like, oh, good. Maybe, maybe that seat can open up for somebody decent now. But I have my doubts because I, it's like none of them are decent now. I'm so pissed off at everybody in Congress, Senate, members of Congress, whatever the hell they want to call themselves, America first, They're, it's all bullshit. Why isn't the government shut down yet? Senator Mitt Romney announced on Wednesday that he will not run for re-election. Romney released a video statement explaining why he has declined to run for re-election. Can I tell you something? I didn't even watch the video. That's how much I, I just, we're going to watch it together right now. Let's see. Let's see if this will play. You know, contrary to a lot of expectations, I enjoy my work in the Senate I hate a good this guy. deal. The last few years have been particularly productive as I was able to help lead and negotiate the bipartisan infrastructure law, a comprehensive China strategy process, religious liberty protections, a compromised gun safety law, the Electoral Count Act reform, and emergency COVID relief funding. I was also able to help secure key Utah priorities, including funding for Hill Air Force Base and its program to modernize our nuclear deterrent, as well as funding for wildfire prevention, water infrastructure, rural broadband, removal of uranium tailings from Moab, expansion and restoration of our highway and transit infrastructure, and federal studies to save the Great Salt Lake. I've spent my last 25 years in public service of one kind or another. Useless. At the end of another term, I'd be in my mid-80s, frankly, it's time for a new generation of leaders. They're the ones that need to make the decisions that will shape the world they will be living in. Now we face critical challenges, mounting national debt, climate change, and the ambitious authoritarians of Russia and China. Neither President Biden nor former President Trump are leading their party to confront those issues. On deficits and debt, both men refuse to address entitlements, even though they know that this represents two-thirds of federal spending. Donald Trump calls global warming a hoax, and President Biden offers feel-good solutions that make no difference to the global climate. On China, what is this President guy? Biden underinvests in the military, and President Trump underinvests in our alliances. 
<laughs> Political motivations too often impede the solutions. That All right, I can't. In other words, Donald Trump doesn't bend the knee to China. I can't. And you're absolutely right. Another rhino down. He doesn't want the Liz Cheney effect because he knows he's probably going to get primaried and lose. And that's that's funny. AP Unfiltered, the few liberals who who still associate with you always say how they like Republicans like Romney. Of course, I get that too. I, I have liberal friends. I have liberal family that says, oh, you know, Mittens Romney would make a good president. I've had liberals say it. Liberal family members say that to me. One, because he hates Donald Trump and he hates anything that has to do with any America first or uh, air quotes because I don't believe any of them now. I'm so frustrated with them all. But he's getting nothing about running again in mid-80s. Nancy Pelosi, I believe she just announced that she's going to be running again. This was supposed to be her last term. She's running again. And you know why? She's doing it as a kick in the face because she knows she's going to win. Who's going to beat Nancy Pelosi in her district? Nobody. It's, it's just wild. But Mitt Romney, Mittens, yeah, he doesn't want to be the next Liz Cheney. He doesn't want to live with um, being ousted by his own party. So he's going to leave on his own terms. Was he just going to retire? Who's he going to endorse? I'll tell you what, whoever Mitt Romney's endorsing, that's the guy to stay away from as senator in Utah. But it's wild. Mitt Romney. Who cares? Who cares? All right, I'm going to do one more. And then uh, I didn't. I can't believe how fast an hour goes. And I got to keep it as close to an hour as possible today. I have things to do. Hit the like button. Hit the thumbs up. Or you're a fed. Yeah, fuck that, dude. I agree. You could say the word fucking shit in the chat, I think. Unless it's not letting you do it again. All right. It's the smackdown on the New Mexico governor. This I love. The New Mexico governor thought she was she was hot shit. All this gun crime. I'm going to be a hero and I'm going to ban the Second Amendment and open and conceal and uh, blah, blah, blah for 30 days. No one can carry guns for 30 days. And what do they do? Sheriff comes out and says, yeah, it's not going to work. We're not going to infringe on the Second Amendment. Literally, the county DA is like, yeah, lady, it's not going to happen because I'm not going to enforce laws that are unconstitutional. I'm not going to charge people with gun crimes when it's their God-given right under the second amendment to, you know, keep and bear arms and, and, and whatever else in that, in the state of New Mexico, as far as gun laws and judges are like, yeah, this isn't going to happen, lady. This, this isn't happening. Oh, the, the Albuquerque police chief is like, yeah, this, this isn't happening. And then boom, boom, gun owners of America steps in, files a lawsuit and gets a temporary restraining order issued against New Mexico governor's concealed carry ban. This is only supposed to be for 30 days. One day is too long. One minute. Gun owners of America secured a temporary restraining order Wednesday against New Mexico Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham, Democrat, Demorat, Demon Rat, ban on concealed carry. The Gun Foundation... They, yeah, they received a temporary restraining order. Oh, that's great. It's a win for all gun owners in New Mexico. It shouldn't have even had to, gotten, ha, had to have gotten this far. Um, but, yeah, GOA, GOA, Gun Owners of America, Executive Vice President Eric, Eric, Eric Pratt told Breitbart News, Gun Owners of America has filed a federal lawsuit challenging Governor Michelle Lujan 
Grisham's gross and egregious violation of the U.S. Constitution. Her claim that there are exceptions to the Second Amendment is not only wrong, but it also blows open a huge hole in the Bill of Rights. Gun owners of America will not rest until the rights of New Mexicans are restored. For now, the temporary restraining order is an oral order. More coverage on the decision will follow as more information is released. Hey, listen, that's good enough that a judge turned around and, and, and threw that restraining order. But in the grand scheme of things, does it even matter? It's all unconstitutional. The DA, the sheriff, the police chief, and others are refusing to enforce it anyway. And as a matter of fact, they had a, a, um, uh, a protest and everyone was open carrying. They had a, a ton of people there at a protest and the police department was present there and they weren't locking people up based on this commie scumbags wannabe 30-day ban because some criminals are out there shooting people. Maybe instead you should be um, putting more cops on the street or spending more money in crime prevention and law enforcement if you want to keep illegal, illegal guns off the street. You know, it's uh, it's it's pretty wild. But I'm going to close out I got some stuff to, that we're going to do tomorrow that's going to be fun. Tomorrow's Freedom Friday. So tomorrow we're definitely, listen, tomorrow we're definitely going to be uh, probably over an hour. Um, we'll see. I also have a plumber coming to my house tomorrow at some point because my hot water heater does not want to give us hot water. And that's a real pain in the ass. It's like lukewarm. But anyway, I want to, uh, I want to close out with another great video from the Dilly Mean team. So let's do it. If a thing is worth doing, it is worth doing well. If it is worth having, it is worth waiting for. Put on your coffee. If it is worth obtaining, it is worth fighting for. No, you tired, no, you hurt, no, you broke down to the bone. Bills paid in a smile of things, written on you home. It ain't always easy, it ain't ever like planned off, man. Ain't it worth if it is worth experiencing, it is worth putting aside time for. Love it. Trump 2024. Let's get the MAGA energy pumping, especially for Freedom Friday tomorrow. We need a lot of MAGA energy. We got to keep the momentum because the DeSantis scumbags, the liberals, everyone, everyone's against us. The government. They're all against us. So, no, the pilot's good. It's actually the temper. It's the um, the sensor itself. It's bad. So just replacing the whole thing. It's it's out. Yeah, the lifetime of my hot water heater is it, it's over. I need a new one. I already did that. Rookie, get out of here. Get out of here. Job's dead. Go cut some lawns. How many lawns you got to cut today? Are you doing fall cleanups yet? I need one. Come down and clean up and give me a fall cleanup. Anyway. I love you people. 
hit the follow, hit the thumbs up or you're a fed. And uh, yeah, I'll be back tomorrow. I'm shot. Tomorrow's Friday, Freedom Friday. I'll be back tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Eastern. And then we'll be doing Friday, Freedom Friday, 8.30 p.m. tomorrow night, James Curry and I. So as always, MAGA hat stays on. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Have a good one. 